0: Jesse Kelly show. Let's have some fun. Oh, it's gonna be a good night tonight. It's gonna be a Black Lives Matter discussion tonight. Who doesn't that excite? We have to talk about that tub of goo who leads North Korea. That's always fun. And we're gonna spend a great deal of time on the border. We're gonna talk about James Bond, Christina Wong coming up in an hour and a half. She's with Breitbart, she's one of these military people, she has all the military contacts. Why are all the Navy SEALs quitting? But before we do any of that, we're going to do, on the Jesse Kelly show, maybe my favorite thing. And I know what you're saying. Jesse, that doesn't mean we're going to talk about pizza, does it? No, that's like my second favorite thing. My favorite thing is making fun of Kamala Harris. Because... Alright, I'm going to play you the audio. And what this is, is Kamala Harris, remember Joe Biden, very early on, as soon as the border started absolutely going down the toilet, he says, uh, uh, we're putting Kamala in charge. She's very capable. This whole thing's on her now, (laughs) which was a total political, you know, jab in the back. And of course the border situation has only gotten worse. Now let's be clear about something. The border situation will only get worse. Because nobody currently leading America has any interest in improving the situation. They're only worried about the optics. Um, The people on the left are being wildly outbred by people on the right. But there's a solution for that. All you need is more leftists. Every day they keep the door to the United States of America open. They are welcoming in more support for the Democratic Party, A, and more importantly for them, they're destroying the United States of America. They're going to cripple the system. It's going to be too burdened and it will eventually break. Every communist is going for the destruction of his own country. Ours are not different. So setting all that aside, Kamala Harris was asked recently about what's going on with these Haitians. You remember that false story about the, the border patrol agent using a whip? And, of course, she was asked about that. And I want you to listen to her response. Now, I don't necessarily need you to listen to her words. They're all just the standard politician's words, although it is kind of funny. She's calling into investigation, calling for an investigation into her own administration. But that's, that's not the story entirely. I want you to listen to Kamala Harris. Attempting to have a real empathetic human emotion, a real human response of any kind. This is a human being who simply is made of selfish ambition and nothing else. And the problem is she's so consumed with it, she never even learned how to lie. She can't even pretend to care. Here's Kavala Harris when asked about the situation on the border.
1: What I saw depicted about um, those individuals on horseback treating human beings the way they were is horrible. And um, I fully support what is happening right now, which is a thorough investigation into exactly what is going on there. Um, but human beings should never be treated that way. And I was deeply troubled about it. And I'll also be talking to Secretary Mayorkas today about it.
0: <laughs> She's deeply troubled. Couldn't you hear... Couldn't you hear how troubled and anguished she was? I mean, my word, she clearly, she was tossing and turning all night. She woke up this morning in a cold sweat thinking, oh, Haitian immigrants. Oh, my word. (laughs) It's not a human being who's capable of even faking it. So we're going to do something right now we don't do often enough. We're going to look on the bright side. I mean, there's plenty of downside. We're going to talk about all kinds of it tonight. We're going to look on the bright side. Kamala Harris, Joe Biden. How much trouble is the National Democratic Party in? I mean, it's their own doing. Don't get me wrong. But how much trouble is the National Democratic Party in? Think about this right now. Joe Biden is a half-functional adult, and that's probably being generous. Don't worry. I have more Joe Biden audio from today. It's glorious. But Joe Biden is a half-functional adult. All right, that sucks. Um, He also, as a half-functional adult, he was forced to become a slave to the new Democrat identity politics era. Meaning everything has to be a special, special outreach to women or gay people or black people or, or look, in a perfect world, you try to group up as many as possible. Gather all the victim groups in one basket, right? So Joe Biden, uh, he had to pick a vice president. He had to pick a vice presidential candidate. And without thinking it through, or maybe they did think it through, Biden... He comes out and makes this commitment during the campaign, and says, "I'm gonna pick a uh, a woman." It's about time to get a woman in there. Okay. Well, that's not enough. Remember, you got to group as many of them as possible. And unless there's some lesbian out there, I'm not aware of. Okay. Well, we got to keep going down the victim list. All right. Well, we can't. There aren't any lesbians. Uh, we have any black ones? It'll be a black woman. Well, you didn't think that one through. Because that leaves you basically two options nationally. That leaves you with uh, Stacey Abrams in Georgia, and that's certainly not going to work. And it leaves you with Kamala Harris. Well, this isn't a left-right thing. Not Democrat, Republican, communism, anti-communism. This is just a fact of life. Kamala Harris is not a likable human being. Now, they've tried. They've tried. They've done everything they can. They even have this is this is the level of, of, of narcissism these people live in. They've even hired consultants to try to help her likability. But uh, the thing about likability is this. You either have it or you don't. And that's that's tough for people who have it. People who have it, or that's tough for people who don't have it, I should say. People who have it hear that and they're like, yeah, daggone, right? I'm Mr. Popular. I miss personality. I walk in a party. Everybody wants to be around me. But it's tough to hear for people who don't have it. And that's a lot of people don't have it. But you probably can't get it if you don't have it. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to do fi- define charisma and likability. But Kamala Harris doesn't have it. And every consultant in the world can't sit down with her for long enough to give it to her. They can't. Kamala Harris... Got where she got through sheer naked ambition. And actually, I wasn't making a joke there, Chris. Please don't make that face, but I realize how applicable that is now that I think about it. But she did. I mean, do we all remember her <clears throat> how she got her start in politics. And then from there, it was just ruthlessly knifing in the back everybody you possibly could to take that next step. Okay, that's fine. That can get you so far, but now now you're vice president. You're the Democratic Party. Your policies are disastrous. I'm not going to act like Democratic policies are all unpopular and all the Republican policies are popular. That's totally naive. The country isn't near as far right as you and I want to believe it is. Some of their policies are very popular. However, the problem with communism is popular or not popular it doesn't work. It's always been the fatal flaw, right? It doesn't work. Uh, it sounds really nice. and No more ownership and food. For, and we're all equal. And, but then people start starving to death. And it, it doesn't work. And a lot of people end up getting murdered when you try communism. So it, it just doesn't work. Well, Joe Biden's president, he is run by a group of hardcore communists around him. That's why his presidency has been so far left. And it's not working. And Joe Biden is not working. I mean, here's Joe Biden at the U.N. today, wait till the
2: end, messing up the name of the United Nations. The United States will champion the democratic values that go to the very heart of who we are as a nation and a people. Freedom, equality, opportunity, and a belief in the universal rights of all people. It's stamped into our DNA as a nation, and critically, it's stamped into the DNA of this institution, the United States.
0: Uh, That was supposed to be the United Nations.
2: In fact, you know what?
0: After I get done with this Kamala thought, I'm going to discuss why Joe Biden should fire somebody, why that is someone else's fault here in just a second. But okay, so your president's half-functional. He can't speak. Uh, his policies are a disaster. He's not gonna last four years anyway. They're gonna ship him off to Boca Raton here any second. And your backup plan has the likability of a grizzly bear with an impacted molar. The National Democratic Party is in deep trouble. And I think we should all sit back and smile about that, don't you? All right, we'll take some calls tonight, 877-377-4373. I'm going to explain why Joe Biden should fire somebody for that United Nations line in just a second. But first, oh, it's special time at MyPillow again. You know what that special is? Giza Dream Sheets. I, the, I, I MyPillow sells a million quality products. This one may be the leader in the clubhouse as far as ones I get emails about. Every time I tell you about a special, I get emails about it. And people are like, Jesse, this is so awesome. I love my pillow. I love my my slippers. The Giza Dream Sheets get rave reviews from everybody. They're amazing. They're ultra soft. Oh, gosh, they're soft and so breathable. And right now, they're 50% off. You have to go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code JESSE after you click on the radio listener specials, and that'll get you Giza Dream Sheets as low as $49.99 right now. But remember, you have to use the promo code JESSE, or maybe you're on the road right now. No biggie. Just call 800-845-0544. Go enjoy the best sheets you'll ever buy. All right. Why Joe Biden should fire someone next.
3: Truth. Attitude. Jesse Kelly.
0: It is the Jesse Kelly show. Oh, yes. I told you it was going to be such a great night. So really quickly, really quickly, Joe Biden, because I have to get into something about Black Lives Matter. We're going to talk a little history about Joseph Stalin. I just I have a bunch of stuff I need to get to. But Joe Biden, he spoke at the U.N. today. And you have to wait till the end of this clip. He speaks at the U.N., And he messes up the name of the United Nations at the end of it.
2: The United States will champion the democratic values that go to the very heart of who we are as a nation and a people. Freedom, equality, opportunity, and a belief in the universal rights of all people. It's stamped into our DNA as a nation, and critically, it's stamped into the DNA of this institution, United States.
0: <laughs> that was obviously supposed to be the United Nations at the end. But this is not Joe Biden's fault. This is a staffer's fault, and someone should be fired. Do you want to know how it works around here on the world-famous Jesse Kelly show? Um, I'm not told anything technical. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. They don't tell I me, mean, I, I'm supposed to know all this stuff about the microphones and they use all these radio words. Well, I just basically started in radio. I don't know any of these radio words. And the they're, they're megahertz and all this stuff, that I don't know what any of these words mean. And Chris, he knows not to tell me. Upper management, all the fancy bosses we have now here at Premier, They don't ever discuss it with me at all. They're building a new studio for us right now, which is going to be sweet. We're going to have our own fancy studio with a cannon and a katana sword like we always wanted, Chris. Anyway, you know what they tell me about what's going to be in there? Nothing. I said, I want a dartboard with Mao Zedong's face on it, and I want a couch so I can take naps. And other than that, y'all just build whatever you build. And you know why they don't tell me any of that stuff? Because they set me up for success. I don't understand it. If you start trying to explain that to me, I'm going to get confused. I'm going to be thinking about all kinds of other things that don't have anything to do with politics or entertainment or the radio, and you're going to hurt the show. They started, I mean, we just had ratings come out, and the ratings were great, and, and obviously <laughs> we're not surprised about that. But they started explaining, well, the Q demo and all that. I'm like, no, 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 no. You send all that stuff to Chris. I don't care. Are they good or bad? Oh, they're great? Sounds good. That's what I care about. Joe Biden, it's not a functional adult. Joe Biden cannot complete two or three sentences in a row without a major screw-up and losing his train of thought. Now, I want you to listen to this one more time and explain to me who exactly is the staffer Who thought Joe Biden was going to be able to say United States, United States, United States and then pivot to United
2: Nations at the very end? Who thought he could pull that off? The United States will champion the democratic values that go to the very heart of who we are as a nation and a people. Freedom, equality, opportunity and a belief in the universal rights of all people. It's stamped into our DNA as a nation. And critically, it's stamped into the DNA of this institution, the United States.
0: You can't throw in that last United Nations line. Whoever that speechwriter is, and I don't love calling for people's jobs, Joe, you got to let him go. That's somebody who doesn't understand the strengths and weaknesses of his boss. You just can't be here anymore, pal. All right. Black Lives Matter is currently fighting with the other communists in New York who are freezing people out of the restaurant. There was a restaurant, Carmine's. They walked up to this couple. Turns out it was a black couple. They kick them out for not showing their vaccine passport. And the street Marxist scumbags, Black Lives Matter, decided they were going to protest Carmine's last night. This is what it sounded like. (laughs) They're so annoying. Gosh, can you imagine sitting there trying to eat your cheese sticks with that obnoxiousness? But setting all that aside, we are entering a phase in this country I'm so excited about. The phase where communists start eating each other. When Joseph Stalin took power in the Soviet Union, he, he did something known in history as the Great Purge. What was the great purge? Well, Joseph Stalin was a violent, vile psychopath, and he was always paranoid about somebody taking power from him. So Joseph Stalin simply started murdering all the other communists. There were 45 members of the Central Communist Committee when Joseph Stalin took power. There were 11 in very short order. Right now, I know it's bad. I know it sucks. The communists are taking over everything. But you can always know this. There is a bright, bright, shining rainbow at the end of this storm. They're going to start eating each other. It's inevitable because it is their religion. It is who they are. Their religion, no matter what, no matter what, They never are allowed to get to a place where they sit back and go, we did it. Nice. You know what? Let's put our feet up, grab a butt heavy, and celebrate our win. That's not how their religion works. It is a constant state of misery and grievance and bitterness, and it doesn't stop. There's not like some point where they can reach where they'll be fine. There's no amount of money, power, or destruction that will ever make these people even the slightest bit happy. They exist only to destroy. It is their entire religion. Well, what do you do once you get control of everything? What do you do once you get possession of everything you've ever wanted? If all you know, if all you want is to destroy... You're going to start destroying yourself, and it's about to begin in this country, and it's going to be delicious to watch. <laughs> now, let's talk about Black Lives Matter for a moment. I mean, we just did a little Joseph Stalin history. We're going to do a little rewind on Black Lives Matter because I think a lot of people have forgotten just how disgusting this group is. And then we'll take your phone calls. 877-377-4373. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Very nice touch with the music, Chris. Look Look at what a genius Chris is. We're talking about commies. He digs up some commie music for us. That's really well done. So we just did a little brief history lesson on Stalin and the communists and how you're going to start seeing more of this on the streets of New York as these various groups start to eat each other because they've already taken over the city. But back to this, I want you to play this one more time, Chris. The restaurant Carmine's, that was the restaurant that told a family, it happened to be black, but they told a family who didn't have their VAX passport They weren't allowed to eat, get out. Who told you this stuff was coming? By the way, who told you really bad internet video was coming because of this vax mandate? What was his name? He's really smart, super handsome. His name starts with a, what, Chris? His name starts with a J. Gosh, Jesse, Jesse Kelly. All that was me. That was me who told you it was coming. Anyway, so Black Lives Matter, the other communist group, they protest Carmine's loudly. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: so uh, it's not going well, but I'm not going to just let this go. As you see, I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big, you know, accountability type person. <laughs> so, uh, I think it's really, really important. Let's do a brief, brief rewind on Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. You see, George Floyd died in Minneapolis. Everyone remembers the internet video. I don't have to recap it for you. And immediately, Black Lives Matter. They'd been around a few years. It wasn't like their first rodeo. So they had time to get some sort of a base going They immediately pounced on George Floyd's death in Minneapolis and they began an onslaught of a propaganda campaign and they began violent street riots across virtually every major city in the United States of America. They got popular culture on their side. Soon, you had losers like Drew Brees giving apology videos for America. You had even relatively normal thinking Republicans going out there. The cops are the problem. The cops are the problem. All the problems in the urban black community. It's all the cops fault, which is the stupidest, most absurd thing I've ever heard in my entire life. That's not true. The black people in the urban black community don't feel that way either. They understand how critical the police are for their safety. And yet Black Lives Matter was able to take this cops are the problem message and they were able to sell it. Now, here's why it turned out to be so damaging. In the wake of St. George Floyd's death, the country focused uniquely on the black community. Now, it was never going to last forever. People always lie to themselves. The public only has so much of an attention span, but the black community in the United States of America got a full year of a very unique amount of focus. How did it end up? Not how how you want it to end up. Not the rhetoric. How did it end? How is the condition of the urban black community now versus what it was the day before St. George Floyd died. Have you seen the violent crime numbers? And it's not white people dying. It's urban black people dying. The murder numbers, the shootings, they're absolutely through the roof. Black lives matter is responsible for more black deaths in the United States of America than any white supremacist group has in decades. And yet the power of propaganda is so incredibly strong now in a broken, corrupted society. People just brush it off. They just let it go. New York City took away the plainclothes cops because of Black Lives Matter pressure. The plainclothes cops, the proactive ones who stop crime before it happens. Every single NYPD cop buddy of mine says that was the most important unit in the city. Boom, gone. Now, the stories I hear from my cop buddies about the calls they either won't take or slowly take because they know... There's no backup for them in the city. The city is now completely committed to being anti-cop. Now, not you personally, but the city's leadership is. It's really, really, really bad. And here's what sucks. Here's the reality of it. It's not really, really, really bad for everybody. It's not really bad for the penthouse guy. He's living the exact same life now he always has with his armed doorman and his penthouse and his Russian model girlfriend. You know who it sucks for? It sucks for the black people. It's the black people who paid the price for all that. And yet, 75% of the United States of America went right along with it. Either it was the scumbags of Black Lives Matter or the idiots who decided to follow them without looking into it, or, and these were the worst offenders in the country, the legions of white guilt losers in this country who went along pushing this crap narrative because everybody wanted to do the, look how not racist I am, look at my black friends, routine. It was gross to watch. And the thing is, nothing changed for me in my community. Not a thing. I live in the burbs, same as it ever was. The black people in downtown Houston, they have it worse than they ever had it before because of Black Lives Matter, and I'm never going to let it go. I'm so tired of the weakness of the right in this country caving to the new communist narrative every single time, and the reason I'm tired of it is innocent people pay for that. Innocent people die for your weakness. It's not like I'm just frustrated because you're being a little girl. People die for that. Remember what the GOP response was nationally? Remember what the GOP response was? Do you remember a single national figure besides me and like two other guys? Do you remember a single national figure stepping up and saying, um, no, no. One bad incident in Minneapolis does not mean the cops are the problem in the urban black community, and that's insane, and these communities need police protection because the crime problem can be bad there. Do you remember one national figure saying that? No, you don't. What did the GOP do? Uh, Where's Tim Scott? Can Can someone find Tim? We'll we'll do a federal police reform bill because the cops are the enemy. I mean, not as much of the enemy as the Democrats say they are, but the cops are definitely the enemy, guys. See? We're Mr. Black people. How'd that actually work out in the end for black people? How grossly unfair it is to people who live in these neighborhoods now. FedEx and UPS and these other delivery services won't even go into many of these neighborhoods without police protection because they just get robbed right off the bat. So all the innocent people in these poor black neighborhoods, they don't even have the right to get packages now because you're too weak and pathetic to stand up against these jerks. We have got to stop this. This weakness in our country is killing us, and we've got to stop allowing these false narratives to take root so early on. The cops are the problem. Black Lives Matter is a civil rights group. It's a Marxist domestic terrorist group. They don't care anything about black people. Nothing about black people. All right. We have We have another question. And I know you think I'm all-knowing and you're kind of right, but I actually don't know the answer to it. What is with these teachers, these female teachers going after these Students, isn't this an odd thing? Something happened in New Jersey. I'll get into it. Don't worry. It'll be family friendly here in just a second. But first, speaking of angry mobs and violence, husband and wife driving home from dinner. Stop at a red light like you would. All of a sudden, and it happens so fast, they're surrounded by an angry mob. The mob gets the driver's side door open. They start dragging the husband from the car. He reaches for his hero 2020 non-lethal weapon and got his hands on it. He shoots his attacker twice in the chest, unleashes this brutally powerful chemical pepper irritant, forces the attackers to back off. Couple escapes safely. No bullets fired. No life lost. I own one of these. I understand about training. These things work. They're incredible. To get yours... Go to Hero2020.com and use the code KELLY for a special discount. Hero2020.com, code KELLY. State law restrictions may apply.
3: The Jesse Kelly Show.
0: Here's the Jesse Kelly Show, and yes, we're going to get into Christopher Ray and domestic terrorism. Ooh, it's on the rise and why they want your kids so badly, but I have asked Chris whether or not this is smart to open up the phone lines for something like this. He insists it is not. He says we're going to get in trouble, so obviously I have to do it now. I have a question, and this is going to be a difficult question to ask on a family show and a difficult question to answer on a family show But I legitimately want to know. I am curious. What is that question? Well, there's this New Jersey high school arts teacher. I'm not going to give her name right now. She's just accused. And for some reason, I'm really squeamish about that. I don't like doing mug shots and giving out names until someone is convicted. I I think it's actually terrible. We throw people's mug shots on TV. So-and-so got a DUI or is accused of it. Okay, well. Two months later, he ends up getting off uh, off of it. Now everybody thinks the guy got a DUI. You know what I mean? It's, it's not right. But anyway, long story short, there's a 44-year-old teacher in New Jersey, um, an arts teacher. I'm going to be as delicate as possible. Okay, I understand there are kids all across the country listening. I understand. Um, she got in trouble for having a relationship with one of her students having a relationship, she got him drugs and apparently was very generous with other things and now got busted for it. I am not asking about this case in particular. I am asking about this phenomenon in the United States of America that has been going on for years now with women and these young boys. Okay, if you were to tell me a man did this, I would say, okay, He's a scumbag, Uh, throw him in a dark hole, throw him off a building for all I care, but I would get it, right? I mean, for some reason, that makes more sense to me. This is an everyday occurrence. We have a new story of these female teachers and these young boys, and oftentimes, as is the case with this one, I'm not giving out her name, she looks pretty good. What is the explanation for this? What is going on? Now, I'm not a woman. I, I don't know. I genuinely want to know. 877 4373 if you can answer this in an appropriate way, you can call. I want to know theories. Why does this keep happening in this country? I want to know. I I, I find it to be the most bizarre thing, and it drives me crazy. I can't figure it out. Because I always try to figure out the why and the motivation and what's going on here. If this was a one-off, I'd say, okay, whatever, some psycho. This is all the time. And these are the ones we're catching. These are the ones we're catching. Remember, you catch a fraction of the ones who are actually doing it. Why does this keep happening? Young, oftentimes pretty hot teachers in their 20s, 30s, and 40s Starting relationships with their students. It's happening a lot here, and I cannot explain it at all. And I can't explain why it didn't happen when I was in school. <laughs> Quit. I'm kidding. But in all seriousness, why? Why? I, I Look, I'll hear from men and women. I am curious about the female take on it. Very, very curious about the female take. 877-377-4373. Why does this keep happening? And remember, remember, I do a family show here. I will never do a show you have to turn off with your kids. Keep that in mind when you're on the phone. I will hang up in a heartbeat if you can't manage to delicately explain this phenomenon. I don't know what it is. I would like to know. This is something that has absolutely eluded me. I'll take some calls on it. 877-377-4373. Now. Back to the Black Lives Matter thing we were just talking about in the country. The reason I won't let this go, the reason I can't let it go, all the destruction they brought down on this country and all the destruction specifically they brought down on black people in this country, the reason I won't let it go is I find it very frustrating how quickly we just move right on from things and never have 5 seconds of accountability anymore ever ever these scumbags took over the culture and wrecked the lives of black people urban black people in urban centers across the united states of america by selling this lie to the masses that the cops were the problem and then everybody just kind of just forgot about them just moved right along i mean Black people are dying. These violent crime numbers, these these murder numbers in the urban black commu- community are really, really atrocious. In places like Portland, they're up a hundred percent. And these are black people dying. It's not in my neighborhood. It's the urban black neighborhoods. They're dying. And everyone has just kind of moved along. And I would like some accountability. And I would like some accountability from all the corporate America people, all of them, all of them, who decided to jump right on board, Black Lives Matter this and Black Lives Matter that. Black Lives Matter. My kids logging into their video games had a special splash page that was made just for that Black Lives Matter. You remember, I lost my church over the whole thing. I walked into church on Sunday. We gotta talk about our white privilege, uh, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter in the NFL, Black Lives Matter in the NBA, you can't escape it. And now that black people are being murdered in numbers they haven't been in years, because specifically because we took away the cops, now everyone's just gonna kind of move right along? Like it never happened. We're not going to institutionalize domestic terrorism and insanity like this, and then just pretend like it's normal because everyone has decided it's normal. I don't care that corporate America jumped on board. I don't care that the entire Democratic Party, half the Republican Party, all the NBA sports leagues, every idiot actor. I don't care that they all got in on the game. I want accountability. You got up there and you were campaigning for this group of domestic terrorists Because you campaigned for them, their goals, many of their goals were reached. Because their goals were reached, poor black people can't even get a FedEx package now because the FedEx driver needs a police escort in these neighborhoods. Where's the outrage now? I'm fine. I'm in the suburbs. Ain't nobody dying in my neighborhood unless they trip on a rake. Is that why we don't care? Because it hasn't reached the burbs? All right. I will actually take your phone calls on that teacher thing next. 877-377-4373. And I have a brand new black market job for when the communists take over. And I'm excited about it. Hang on. It is the jesse kelly show don't forget we still got christina wong coming up about 25 minutes from now our military insider why are navy seals quitting threatening to quit and i mean a lot of them what exactly is going on we'll talk to her about that domestic terrorism christopher Ray says it's on the rise is it And they're after your kids and my new smuggling position in our upcoming black market. But first, I asked the question before the break because I really genuinely want to know. There's another story out of New Jersey, 44-year-old teacher, kind of a dime. I mean, she has a chest tattoo, which is a little bit of a red flag, but kind of a dime. Starts a relationship with her student. I want to know why. This is something that is happening all the time now in the United States of America. I want to know why. I'm going to go to the phones now. I'm going to remind you again before I answer a single call. This is a family show. I will hang up on you if you can't keep your answers family friendly. Why are women doing this? Rachel in Washington, go
4: yes hey thanks for having me um i i unfortunately i can't answer your question because i don't know why exactly i have a couple theories uh one there must have been some sort of male lack of intention attention another is that i don't know why but it reminds me of a, a case back in the 90s that young boy from florida and his or maybe they were texas anyway They ended up getting married, and they're still together to this day. Do you recall who I'm talking about? I do.
0: Yes, I do. Yes, ma'am.
4: Okay. So, and the reason I bring him up and them up is because he looked a little more mature than a 14-year-old. So I'm wondering, are their eyes, like, do they need their eyes checked? Do they need, I don't understand why you would even in his eyes with a student. I don't even know how you could cross that boundary in your mind, but I'm just thinking, Well, maybe they're lacking attention at home or something that came up in their life or they, these people are a little more developed, maybe too much, you know, hormones. I I don't really know what would draw a woman. I myself am over 40 and I could not see myself being attracted to a teenager. I don't get that. Oh. Um, I did understand what you said about the male part and how men, sometimes women, as women are young, were developed, and so guys look at girls, and yeah, they're disgusting. I do think women are disgusting for thinking that a boy would be attractive or could offer them anything. Yeah, I just think that that's repulsive. Thank you. You know?
0: <sighs> Thank you for the call. Uh, yeah. I, look, there, someone else has some uh, another thought along these lines. Kelly in Houston. I didn't call myself, I swear. Kelly, go.
1: Hi, thank you for taking my call as well. I appreciate it. I only have a few variables that I can throw in that I think participate in this problem. So I'm just going to run through them real quick. When I think what you have is you have kids that are having to be responsible for themselves. My children just got out of high school. I have two daughters and, um, the stories that I hear, the number of kids that go to school with that are responsible for themselves because their parents are basically absent, both of them, whether they're on drugs or alcohol or whatever, their parents just aren't there for them. So these kids are growing up fast and smart and making their own money. They have to. My children know other kids who are paying all their household bills while they're in high school. Ooh. And it's crazy. None of that took place while I was in school. Um, so so if we're talking about boys in these families, we're talking about boys that don't have the mentality or the street smarts of a high school kid. They're already basically on their own being responsible. So they have confidence and they have wherewithal by themselves. And let's face it, no matter who has that. That is attractive to meet somebody who knows who they are and what they're capable of. Yeah. So that's just one variable. I think that participates. No, I like
0: it. Things I like it. Thank you, that- Kelly. I like it. I, I, I like it. That's. I, I think there's a lot to that. There are some kids growing up really fast these days. As parents fail, I just. I find this thing fascinating. I, I don't get it. Uh, Rick in Portland, go.
5: Hi, Jesse. I really appreciate you taking my call. I love your show. You're really insightful and you talk about many timely topics, and this is awesome. I'm a former teacher. When I was a student teacher in college and I was 22, I was teaching a social studies class, and in the first row were a couple of mature girls, and they were attracted to me. And so what happened is they started doing some stuff that they shouldn't have been, it was very inappropriate. And I think you get the idea. And so I immediately called in my master teacher and the principal, and I said, look, I can't have this. And they agreed. So we brought in the parents. We talked. The parents understood. They were shocked, but they understood. And then we separated the kids, put them in the back row. But what basically we're looking at is it's human nature, and I don't mean to be very blatant about that or just you know saying it mm-hmm. superficially, but you got to realize we're all human beings. These things happen for a lot of reasons. You're going to hear a lot more out of your uh, callers because these are all the reasons that these things happen. And, you know, when Van Halen plays the song Hot for Teacher – and the kids are watching it, yeah. the and they see all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, all these things get into their head. So it's just the way things are.
0: Thank you. That was that was outstanding. Thank you. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, maybe, it's, maybe this is simply human nature, and I just have been naive to it. I don't know. Maybe all my teachers were a bunch of prudes. I don't know. This didn't seem to exist when I was there. But you know what? Uh, Tom in Georgia, go.
5: Jesse, this is about stealing innocence. The communists have to destroy innocence in order to raise a soulless population. And there you go, sir. I think you know where all that comes from. Appreciate the, it. The uh indoctrination center. I'm sorry, the university.
0: No, oh, I appreciate it. No look, maybe that it maybe that's maybe that's it. Maybe Maybe the innocence is the appeal. I I, I, I don't know. I, I I can't describe it. Bob in Colorado, go. Why are female teachers doing this with their male students so often?
5: I uh, you know it's kind of scary actually. To me, uh, you go to the Raiders of the Lost Ark and you watch that when he's teaching, and uh, females there have stuff on their eyelids.
0: Mm-hmm, I remember. And
5: I remember when I was in school. When I was in school, you know, yeah, you had like that one teacher but you had those other ones that were just mean and uh you know it's it's scary and it shouldn't happen and they should be held responsible just as as much as a male and we saw that with the gym the gymnast and you know their the brains are smaller and they're growing and so the manipulation i think is part of the psychological of what the teachers are learning in college before they actually come out and become a teacher and it it shouldn't
0: happen that way you know i i actually think that's a really great answer too that The ease of manipulation of the mind. I I mean, let's be honest. I wasn't always this Greek god. What, Chris? I wasn't always this super wise oracle Greek god. I do remember for, well, oh, I don't know, most of my life being a weapons-grade idiot. I mean, absolute idiot. I I was telling my buddy Luis this weekend because we were down dove hunting. And we were driving back and because we're fathers now, right? Our kids, his kids are in the back. My kids are in the back. So you're, you're driving at a safe speed. You're, you're, you're doing things a lot differently than we used to do. We used to do maybe the dumbest, most dangerous thing I've ever heard in my entire life. And this was not something we did once or twice when we would road trip, you know, we go out of town for a football game or something like that. We would switch drivers. When someone was tired of driving, it was time to switch drivers on the highway. That is so stupid. That is so stupid. And honestly, if I ever found out one of my sons did that, I would murder them. That is the easiest way to get yourself or someone else killed. 75 miles an hour. Set the cruise control and switch seats with your buddies. Maybe that's it. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's a testosterone thing. They're, they're, they're just easier. I know that's part of it. I know young boys are, are, are growing up and developing. I get that. I just find this. I find this whole thing to be fascinating. I find it to be gross, and I cannot break down why this is happening. We have a consistent problem in the United States of America of young, attractive female teachers starting a relationship with male students. And I don't just mean, you know, the eleven, the 11th grade, 12th grade football player who looks like a, 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 a man. I mean, there's some of these stories out there are crazy, like 13, 14-year-old kids. What in the world? You should be babysitting that kid. What? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. You know what? I'm. I'm going to keep probing on it. I don't care. I, I find the subject fascinating. I'm not stopping. 877-377-4373. I am going to get to uh, my new job in the black market here in a few. I am going to get to Christopher Ray and the FBI talking about domestic terrorism. But I want to tackle this for a minute. So I'm not done on it yet. I want to know. I want to know what the problem is. Why does this happen now In Didn't before? Maybe it did and I just didn't know about it. I want to know. 877-377-4373. But have you gotten gold yet? Have you gotten gold delivered to your front door from Oxford Gold Group yet? Here's what I don't want to happen. I don't want something really, really bad to happen financially in this country and I get an email from you saying, Jesse, I should have listened. I should have got something of some tangible value. This is a company I trust. And I say, trust a lot. Family, friends. I just—I I tell them unprompted, have you called Oxford Gold Group yet? They will deliver real gold to your front door. Nothing crazy. I don't want you to do anything nuts. That's not what I'm saying. I want you to have something of tangible value in your hands that's not subject to the whims of politicians. Call 833-995-GOLD and tell them Jesse told you to call. 833-995-GOLD,
3: Oxford Gold Group. Hang on. Is he smarter than everyone? Who knows? Does he think so? Yeah. The Jesse Kelly Show.
0: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. I have no idea how we got off subject, but I'm not stopping. I am fascinated by this gross phenomenon that has spread like wildfire across America of young, pretty hot female teachers starting relationships with their kids. I want to understand it. I want to understand it. So uh, people have all these thoughts on it. We have women on the line, teachers on the line, some dude, <laughs> some dude. Some dude, um, he knows a teacher and a student. They got with the same guy. Said, so, look, "Look, I want to understand why this is happening. What is the psychology behind this? Look, I have two sons. Maybe I'm uniquely interested in it. It's gross. I want to know why it happens. So, and by the way, Chris, playing stings. Don't stand too close to me. Maybe a little too on the nose. Don't you think, bud?" About 10 minutes from now, we have our Military Insider with Breitbart, Christina Wong, coming on. It's going to talk about the Navy SEALs, what's happening at the border. She is always a wealth of information. But first, Debbie and Callie, go.
6: Hi, Jesse. I have two answers. Number one, it's a self-empowerment that inevit- it inevitably leads to like a twist and a deviation. And number two, even though that she is uh, 44 and a dime, it still isn't enough. She always has to feel uh, alluring, sexy, desirable, and where do you get it at? Right when testosterone starts hitting in. And my example is with an entity about the name of Hillary Rodden, Dam, and Clinton. She consciously, deliberately, purposefully, and willfully defended a rapist of a little 12-year-old girl that wasn't enough she wanted the power in the courtroom she wanted the notoriety she knew about it and it also extended on further when she would make the um verbal threats and the physical assaults on Juanita Broderick and uh Paula uh, uh,
0: not wrong she's not wrong uh, look maybe that's it. it's just, maybe it's power maybe it just comes down to that maybe it's power uh Sharon in Arizona
7: go Hello. I taught um, high school for 35 years, and one of the things that I saw happening was that the people who were coming into teaching did not have the moral character that they did when I went through school. You have to take an ethics te- a course and an ethics test. You're told not to talk about sex, religion, or politics with your students. And a teacher can tell when a student starts getting a little too friendly. And that's when the teacher backs off. You have to let the kid know that you care about them passing the course and so on and so forth. But you can't become emotionally involved and you have to be able to identify when that happens and just kind of back off and, and maybe try to be a little more motherly, letting them know that you do care about them. But it's very obvious when something like that happens with a male student.
0: Thank you, Sharon. Thank you so much. Dakota in Mississippi. Go, brother.
5: Yeah, so when I was in high school we had uh one of my buddies that played on the football team. He was this you know, he was this guy that was you know, he was real smooth, you know, he could he pretty much had his pick as, you know, any girl he wanted, you know, at school. But he actually he set his eyes on the teacher and she was Smoking, really bad, and she also had a daughter that was in high school as well. And he just kept working. He he worked it all semester and just kept on it and just flattered her every day and just kept working on it. And by the time Christmas
8: break came up, he wound up hooking up with both of them at the same time. And
0: oh, Dakota, family show. Family show. Let's let's do one more of those. Uh, uh, Ralph, go ahead.
5: Hey Jesse, thanks for taking my call. Um, well, I'm just going to touch on what I think a lot of people already said. I think you have you have a female that's probably just tired of the alpha male that always thinks he's right, knows it all, uh, taking charge, and you have it. Then you have a young adolescent coming into his own, teen that you have an opportunity to manipulate and control his mind and pretty much mold him the way you want. On top of that, you have someone who's mentally still a child, but physically a man, and somewhat pure, as sick as that may sound.
0: No, it doesn't sound pure. No, you're not out of line there, Ralph. I I think there's... Look, you're not the only one who said that. I think a lot of people have said that. There's some kind of innocence to it. I don't know. Kelly in Long Island, go.
9: Hey, um, I... Don't think it's human nature, like the earlier caller said, because human nature has been going on for a long time. Mm -hmm. So this is a recent thing. It's past 20 years. You're not wrong. This didn't happen all the time. I'm sure we hear about it more because of social media. But I think social media has a role in why these women, because forget about the young guy. The guy's going to want that a lot of times. It's still wrong, but, but why are the teachers doing it? So that other lady, Sharon, the teacher from 35 years, I think she's correct. There's a different kind of person who is a teacher now, and that's not to say they're all bad, but there was a brain drain over the generations, too. Back in the 70s, when I went to school in the 80s, the women who were teachers, they were more professional. They were better educated because that was the cream of the crop. There weren't that many jobs for women. Now, not for nothing, I'm not a moron, but I went to school to be a teacher. It wasn't very difficult to do. So you have a lot of people, and that was, I graduated in 93. So yeah. you have a lot of people going into the profession that maybe are morally challenged. They really want everything they see. You know, we're in a yeah. culture like that. Hey, I want that. And so they're crossing the line. It's not about whether the kid is cute or good looking because people had those temptations in the past. Why are they doing it now? I think that's the, what you're trying to find out in the past 20 years. Yeah. And that's no. all I can say. I think people just have this. Imp- they have less.
0: It's a great phone call
9: that's a great phone
0: call I, I I think that I think that's probably as good an explanation as as any right now too in this in this day and age we are the ultimate instant gratification society now right I look you participate in it I participate in it it's not uncommon for me to sit here with Chris and Michael and us to say uh look I just did it like three days ago there was a new restaurant out that that makes cookie dough various kinds of cookie dough and I said hey what do we want I just I saw it. I wanted it. I ordered it. It was delivered to the studio in 20, 30 minutes. Everything is right there at your fingertips now. Yeah, I find it fascinating. All right. We're going to talk to Christina Wong about what's going on at the border, what's going on with the Navy SEALs who are apparently not being allowed to deploy. They're going to retire. Christopher Ray and domestic terrorism and why they want your kids. Hang on. It is the Jesse Kelly show. Gosh, Christina's music is awful. Did she pick that? Oh, joining me now, my friend, she's the Pentagon, and national security correspondent for Breitbart, Christina Wong. Christina, what is that trash music you just forced me to
8: play? Yes, yeah, so uh, that's Taylor Swift, and I chose it because it's one of my workout songs uh, since I'm on the Jack and Tan program uh, <laughs> by our friend uh, BK. so. <laughs>
0: oh, all right, I'll let this one go. All right, before we get to uh, the border, I, w- I want to dig into this Navy SEAL thing a little bit because we're starting to get rumors now that they're not going to let Navy SEALs deploy who haven't been vaccinated. There's talk that there are going to be hundreds who will retire. Is this something you're hearing, and is this spreading throughout that, that community, the Air Force PJs, the Delta boys, the Rangers? Is this something that's spreading? Are we losing our tip of the spear, guys, because of this?
8: You know, um, I haven't heard directly, but I have no reason to doubt it's not true. You have uh, Tim Parlatore. He's a lawyer. He was a lawyer for Eddie Gallagher. So he's very much in the know with the Navy SEAL. And he said that, you know, several hundred uh, Navy SEALs, they, you know, they don't want to take the vaccine. They they want to go for a religious exemption. That's like a quarter of the Navy SEAL uh, force. So, and, and if they go for a religious exemption, they could be blocked from not deploying. So, I definitely have heard that you know troops that that don't get the vaccine, they're they're blocked from deploying. And so, if, if that actually happens, I mean that that is a real hit on our, our readiness. So, you have you know Pentagon leaders saying um, people need to take the vaccine. It's a readiness issue. But if you have you know, a quarter of the Navy SEAL force sideline. I mean, that is a bigger uh readiness issue, I would think.
0: Christina, are you here do you get the sense at all any one of our military leaders, you know, at the Pentagon are sensing they should pull back on this? Are they getting enough pushback that they're they're feeling like they should pull back, or is it full steam ahead and they're just gonna steamroll anybody who gets in their way?
8: You know, it seems like it's full speed ahead. You know, I, it, it just seems like this administration is just, you know, going from one thing to the other, just trying to, you know, move as fast as possible and just not answer questions, no accountab- no accountability. You know, we went from, like, the Afghanistan disaster. Now we're, you know, full speed ahead on the vaccines. I mean, this is central to, you know, Joe Biden's election promise he was going to fix covid so I, you know, I don't think there's going to be any halt. Um, there are different deadlines for the different services. So the Army, their deadline is December 15th, whereas, you know, Navy and Marine Corps, their deadline is in November. As well as the Air Force and actually the National Guard, their deadline is not until next year. So, and I, I believe the National Guard are the least uh, vaccinated force. So, I think you do see a little bit, you know, of a of a grace period, uh, because I think they do realize there is going to be uh, pushback, and I think they're. I mean, we're seeing the pushback. So, I talked to the spouse of uh, Army Lieutenant Colonel um, Paul Douglas Haig. So he. Uh, posted, actually, his wife posted his resignation letter. I mean, that's that's huge. And, you know, he's not under, under investigation. He wasn't facing any disciplina- disciplinary action or anything. He just said, he decided, you know, I'm not going to take this vaccine. And I think he was 18 years in. So that's just short of the 20 years Oof. he would need, you know. Yeah. And he's just walking away. And, you know I'm also hearing um anecdotally from people that you know senior nCOs they're just opting to leave. You know, if they can, they're just opting to leave rather than be forced to do something against their will. And I think that's really the thing. You know they're not crazy about about the vaccine, but I think they really despise being forced to do something, even though, you know they, They fight for freedom. They fight for freedom freedom of Americans. And and I think they just resent being forced to do this.
0: Speaking with Christina Wong, she's the national security Pentagon correspondent, Breitbart News. And you've also been all over this border stuff that's going on right now. Christina, most people aren't on the border. Most people aren't as aware of what's going on as you are or I am. Explain just how bad it is right now.
8: I think we can see the pictures. I mean, we've got tens of thousands of Haitians, you know, who are um, amassing in you know, Colombia and who have come into the border in Texas who, you know, it's 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 basically a um, refugee camp. You know, there's a um, you know, there's a just, it, it's a disaster. Um, and then you see, uh, you know, you see uh, this the border patrol on horseback trying to round up the folks trying to get away. I mean,
4: it, it, and
8: then we also, speaking of not just our border, but Afghan refugees, I mean, we have 65,000 Afghan refugees who are in the U.S. We don't know who they are. Uh, most of them uh, did not help uh, U.S. troops in, in, in Afghanistan. So, you know, it, it just is a complete, <laughs> you know, a uh, disaster. And then you have the Biden administration trying to, uh, you know, prevent uh, drones from being flown overhead so that we don't see the, you know, the Haitian refugees underneath the bridge. I mean, you know, this is there's no hiding this.
0: Speaking of the Afghan refugees, of course, we were sold that all these people are uh, helped us. You just elaborated they did not. Do we know where they are? Where are we sending these people?
8: <laughs> they're all over the country. So there are about there are eight military bases. Um, you know, in Virginia, Wisconsin, uh, New Mexico, and they're being absorbed into the communities there. So there's about sixty 65- five. Thousand Afghan refugees. We don't know who they are. They may not all be Afghan. They may be Pakistani. They're, they're from other countries. Uh, we're doing the vetting. There's actually 30,000 more, I think, that are supposed to come into the U.S. from Qatar. Um, and they're being vetted now. So the ones who actually got to the U.S., um, and, you know, out of Afghanistan, they just happened to be at the Kabul airport at the time. And we just, you know, got them on the plane. And right now, the evacuation efforts, of course, they're at a halt right now because the Taliban, you know, run the country. Um, but also there's a, there's a measles outbreak, uh, overseas in the Middle East, I believe in Qatar. So we can't actually bring in more. And there's all sorts of issues going on. There's a, there's a child bride, so some Afghan men Oof. brought over, yeah, multiple child brides. And then you have all these security incidents at these bases of Afghans just calling, you know, Uber and, like, leaving or going to the PX and buying tools. And, you know, you have domestic uh, violence incidences and all sorts of, you know— Uh, It's a cluster, basically. The withdrawal was a cluster, and, uh, you know, what's happening now is just – I mean, there was no contingency planning, uh, or if there was, you know, there was no – planning for what quite happened it's just you know it's just a cluster
0: i would be willing to guess again speaking with christina wong of breitbart i would be willing to guess this is the first most people have heard about these domestic incidents and the buying of tools from afghan refugees on military bases what tools are they buying
8: So just, you know, knives, screwdrivers, anything that they could use as a weapon. And I think that's really concerning the military police that are at these bases who have to watch these guys. You've got these, quote, mayor cells that are set up by the Pentagon, you know, where you have like a a military, U.S. military uh, personnel. And then you you pair them with an afghan so that you can, you know, deal with all the issues the you know there are sanitary issues there's all sorts of you know issues and there's um a huge language barrier so you can't you can't uh, adequately deal with them and it's again it's all on the backs of the troops you know who we sent over there who are dealing with the refugees now uh it's you know it's such a i i can't believe <laughs> you know this has happened and yet you know we've moved on we've moved on to covid you know and Uh, You know, the president was at the U.N. today lecturing other countries on you know democracy and equality. And, and, you know, it's like this. I think he actually said something about turning the page. You know, oh, we're out of Afghanistan. We've turned the page, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, as we just talked about, uh, these things are still issues that we have to deal with. Afghan refugees, you know, the border crisis. uh, Who's coming into our border? You know, Uh, just there's just an influx of of. Pretty much everyone,
0: Christina Wong. Thank you so much, Christina. What are you having for dinner tonight? Some weird health food.
8: <laughs> well, actually, I we had um, I think spaghetti and pancetta. Ooh. I think, you're, I think I'm pronouncing that right. It's Italian, Italian bacon.
0: I support. I mean, I don't support Italians, but I do support the spaghetti. <laughs> Christina Wong. Thank you so much.
8: <laughs> Thanks for having me on, Jesse. All
0: right. I'm going to get to the FBI and domestic terrorism and my new job on the black market in just a second. But first, I talked to you about Pure Talk, and I know what you're going through with your wireless bill. Verizon, AT&T, T-Mobile. I just got another one today as I'm making the transition out that my monthly bill is staggering with these big companies. You don't have to pay that kind of money. Pure Talk? They're on the same network as the big guys, and yet they save the average family over $800 a year. So now sacrificing coverage and you save over $800 a year, and get this, this is not a small thing for me. Their customer service, it's in the United States of America. Imagine that, being able to understand the person on the customer service line. Right now, from your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto dialed text message from Pure Talk.
3: This is the Jesse Kelly Show.
0: It is the Jesse Kelly show. Gosh, I can't wait to get to my new job in the black market here in just a moment. Because you know we have black markets coming, right? They're already popping up in other places around the world where the COVID restrictions have gotten so bad. Look, any any communist country has black markets. Huge ones. I, I love the stories. I don't know if you've ever heard them about the old Soviet Union. I've told these before on the show where normal stuff. Normal stuff, stuff you get every single day was not available because communism's disgusting and everything sucks. So if you were a young mother and you had to go get back-to-school supplies for your kids, something simple like that, you would get them, you know, dressed in their winter coats and whatnot, and you would take off and they had these gigantic, like the size of a football stadium, underground black markets where you just simply shop that way. That's where you got your pencils, and that's where you got your book bags and everything else. The economy always finds a way. They say in North Korea, they have the biggest black market in the world because they have nothing. They're starving to death. They say there is nothing you can't get on the black market. So I, because I'm what you'd call a forward thinker, what, Chris? I've already come up with my new job. I already had a job I was going to do, but now I decided I'm switching jobs already. But first, Ray says FBI domestic terrorism caseload has exploded since last year. FBI Director Christopher Wray on Tuesday testified to a Senate committee that his agency's domestic terrorism caseload had exploded since early 2020, in particular cases involving racially or ethnically motivated crimes. Oh, of course, right? Ooh. Quote, since the spring of 2020, so far the past 16, 18 months or so, we have more than doubled our domestic terrorism caseload from about 1,000 to around 2,700 investigations and we have surged personnel to match, more than doubling the amount of people working that threat than the year before. Certainly the domestic terrorism caseload has exploded, and meanwhile the international terrorism caseload hasn't subsided. Now, he moves on to say, quote, the biggest chunk of racially and ethnically motivated violent extremism the FBI tracks now Favoring what? White supremacy. And I just want to be very clear about something. There has been no increase in domestic terrorism. There's been an increase on what the FBI and more specifically the Biden administration defines as domestic terrorism. And you should be a lot more worried about this than you are. Why? Why? Because they're not going to stop expanding the definition of domestic terrorism. The federal government, including your FBI, is now completely infected and infested with these career leftists who are out to do one thing. Destroy you. Today, they're making up their own kidnapping plots about assassinating the governor of Michigan. Remember that? Remember, we had every news story out there ran with the story. Oh, my goodness. Plot busted to, to assassinate and kidnap Governor Whitmer of Michigan. It's domestic extremism. And then, like, six months later, we find out they were virtually all FBI informants, including the guy who came up with the plan. They're not expanding. There's not some new increase in domestic terrorism. They're simply expanding the definition Of what it means to be a domestic terrorist. And very, very, very soon, unless we get some sanity in there to fire some people and shake some things up, that Facebook picture of you with a gun, that's going to prompt an investigation. You think I'm crazy? Fine. Just know what I just described to you has happened every single time. Tyrants have taken power in the history of the world. They must, absolutely must, find a way to get the forces of government aimed against you. They have to get the military aimed against you. They have to get the state police aimed against you. They have to make sure you are declared an enemy of the state. Therefore, it will give them the authority to go after you for anything and everything. There's a reason the FBI can't solve anything anymore because they're too busy chasing down garage pull strings in NASCAR. Oh, wow, never mind the mass shooting in Las Vegas we couldn't ever get to the bottom of. Bubba Wallace found a garage pull string. Let's get the team down there, boys. It's all a matter of priorities. There are only so many different directions. Any company can aim and still be effective at all. The Federal Bureau of Investigation cannot chase all crimes at all times. The Federal Bureau of Investigation, by the way, I did not even mean for that to rhyme, but when you are kind of a lyrical poet like I am, sometimes what, Chris? Sometimes it just comes out of me. Anyway, the FBI cannot chase all crimes at all times. Yeah, I'm going to continue using that line now. They have to focus. And it's hard for people like me. I mean, as a kid, I wanted to be an FBI agent. It's hard for people to accept times have changed. Yeah, they have a big whiteboard with their priorities. You know who's at the top of it? It's not running down illegal immigrants. It's not chasing down the massive amount of child predators in this country. You know who's at the top of that FBI whiteboard? You. Now, in that spirit, it's time to talk about my new job in the black market in the future, and I'm excited about it. Hang on. It is... Jesse Kelly's show final hour. Oh gosh, we have so much to get to. I have to get to your emails. I haven't even gotten to your emails. I'm going to get to those. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Send your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. We store those all week. All your emails, they go right to Chris. He prints them all off for me. I read every one. I won't email you back. I get way too many. Plus, I'm a very rude person. I'm going to get to this black market job I want here in just one second, but we need to have a heart-to-heart. We do this, we do this heart-to-heart stuff from time to time, don't we? Just, just you and me talking here because I saw Ken Burns, the legendary filmmaker, Ken Burns. He came out and said, I mean, this is a guy This is a guy who makes the best documentaries ever. Ken Burns' Civil War documentary is the greatest documentary in history. I've watched it like five times. He's done just such great ones. His World War II, they're so good. But Ken Burns, of course, came out because all these communists are just so overdramatic little girls and said, today's events are like the Civil War and the Great Depression and World War II just over the top. But none of that matters. It's the picture of Ken Burns. Now, you know I don't make fun of how people look for the most part. Obviously, this doesn't apply to feminists. But look, hogs are an invasive species. So we're not talking about that right now. I don't make fun of how people look. But if you look at a picture of Ken Burns, or look, it's right there on my Twitter page. If you want to go to at Jesse Kelly DC, it's right there. Here's Ken Burns. Clearly an old man. I would guess what? Chris, 60s? It's got to be 60s, right? But if not older, it's an older man. 68, 68, thank you, Michael. 68 years old. Got some gray facial hair. Okay, whatever, 68-year-old man. And there he is with this gigantic black mop on his head. Very clearly, I mean, I don't even know if that counts as a toupee. That's a full-blown wig. We've had this conversation before, fellas. We're going to have it one more time. Actually, I take that back. We're going to keep having it until all of America gets this. Guys, listen to me. I'm 40. My beard is going gray. My hair on top of my head is not only going gray, it's starting to retreat back towards my ears like the Italian army. All right? It's going to happen to all of us. My dad's bald. I mean, for the most part, I'm going to be bald. Guys are bald all over the place. It's not the end of the world. Let it go. Father time is undefeated. How many times do I come on here and talk to the dimes and say, Ladies, you look better when you're 45 than you did when you're 20. There's nothing hotter than a 45-year-old woman who takes care of herself. Stop squirting stuff in your face and doing all the stuff you do to your face that makes you look like you got stung by a bee. It's fine to get some lines in your face. It's fine. Fellas, same thing to you. Go bald. It's okay. As your hair gets balder, you make your hair shorter. Buzz it down. Go with little gray chicks. Dig it. My wife loves the gray in the beard. I, I mean, my body hair is starting to get gray hairs on it. That's life. You're not 18 forever. Don't do this to yourself. This is such an embarrassing look. And fellas, I know what you're thinking right now. If you're one of these guys who never wanted to go bald or never wanted to go gray, this is what you're thinking. Oh, I know he's right about the toupee, but here's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to dye it. They have some really great hair dyes out there, and it'll be really good. Everybody can tell. Everybody can tell. It never looks good. Don't dye it either. Just go gray, man. Trust me. You look fine, dude. You look fine. We get old. These bodies are not made to last forever it's fine, and I know what you're thinking, Jesse, that's easy for you to say. You're a Greek god, and for the most part, what, Chris? For the most part, that's true, but guys, let it go. Now, let's get to this because I saw this, I saw this story, and I thought to myself this had to be a joke. It is not a joke. You know about the Australian lockdowns, the COVID like lockdowns. You've heard about them because you listen to my show. I have Sydney Watson on all the time. They're really, really bad there. And I mean creepy levels bad. They have quarantine camps where they will ship you off if you pop COVID. There are some places in Australia, the restrictions are so bad, they're delivering food. You have to eat government-issued meals to your door. And we talk Australia all the time. What we don't talk enough about is New Zealand because they're just not as important as Australia. Not not to be rude, but everybody's not equally important. New Zealand's not as, as big of a country, not as major of a nation. What, Chris? They do have hobbit holes, and those are important. We can't forget about the hobbits. That's a good point, Chris. But in all seriousness, it's an island nation and they have completely sealed their country off during coronavirus. And they don't even have many cases because not only is it an island nation, apparently it takes like 10,000 hours to get there by plane. I mean, I've looked into it before just because I, I, I like to travel, which I'm obviously going to have to lay those dreams down now because I'm not vaccinated, but I like to travel. So New Zealand's been terrible. This is a headline from BBC News. Before I read you the headline, I do want I do want you to know, in the upcoming black markets, when we turn into a communist nation, I had intended to be something really cool, like a gun runner, right? I mean, who doesn't – don't shake your head, Chris. This is important. Who doesn't want to be a gun runner, right? And I was going to be the guy – I always had a way to smuggle guns into here and there, like gun running stuff. I've seen the movies. I know how to do this, okay? or Or I was going to be an ocean smuggler. I've seen Game of Thrones enough times to know I'll be able to get, pot, get by any blockades. I'll find ocean smugglers. Chris, people smuggle stuff on boats, man. What's wrong with you? Ocean smuggling. I thought this would be kind of my specialty. Now I have a new dream. Headline from BBC News World. Men caught smuggling KFC until lockdown hit Auckland. Um, you didn't hear me wrong. When I say KFC, there's a picture associated with this story of a police car, a New Zealand police car. And on this police car, there is a large quantity of Kentucky fried chicken buckets and buckets of chicken. It looks like as I zoom in here, they went with the potato salad, which I'm really going to have to push back on you there. Don't, don't raise your hands, Chris. If you're going to KFC, get the Mac and cheese, maybe the potato wedges, even though I'm not a big wedges guy. I know they're too big, but potato salad is average, but none of that stuff matters. I didn't even consider how important food smuggling was going to be on the black market. Tell me who would be better at that than me, Jesse Menu Whisperer Kelly. What, Chris? Chris, you're such a – see, this is why you're not going to be the great smuggler I am. Chris said, why don't I just create my own knockoffs, put it in the bucket, and increase my profit? See, I believe as a black market gun runner and ocean smuggler and now food smuggler – I believe quality is everything. Your reputation precedes you. I know this is difficult for you people to understand, but we're not trying to squeeze every dime out of the customer here. We're trying to treat people right. I've watched a bunch of these movies about drug dealers. I know the product has to be high quality. What? What? I'm only delivering the best fried chicken out there. Now, I can't. I can't guarantee you it's going to be KFC, and I'm not anti-KFC. I don't want anybody to be emailing the show and tell me about KFC. I love KFC. I'll not be painted as anti-KFC, but it's pretty much got to be Popeyes or churches, right? Maybe Bojangles, maybe Bojangles, Uh, but I think for the most part, we have to deal with Popeyes and churches. Now, don't tell me Chick-fil-A. We're not talking about chicken sandwiches here. We're talking about straight-up fried chicken. And here's, here's the pushback you get when you bring up anything that has to do with Popeye's chicken or Chick-fil-A. People bring up the safety because let's be honest, Popeye's isn't quite as bad, but churches, it's generally, it's pretty much always this way. You do risk, you do risk getting stabbed or shot when you go to any church's So Oftentimes, they're not in the best parts of town. You should probably keep your eyes down and your mouth shut, and I would suggest eating it to go. Now, I personally eat in the store just so I can see the carnage. I'm sitting there anyway, and I have a fascination with that stuff. But, dude, straight-up chicken? What's better than church's chicken? And the little jalapeno cheese bombers? And then Popeye's chicken? Oh, gosh. And Popeye's chicken has that... Uh, What's it called? Blackened Ranch. Blackened Ranch. What's better than the Blackened Ranch? See, look, at Michael didn't even know about it. These peasants, they don't even know about the Blackened Ranch at Popeye's Chicken. Gosh, now I'm starving. All right. They're after your kids once again. You should hold on to them. They're very, very angry the communists are. At you pulling your kids out of school, waking up to universities, waking up to the garbage they're teaching them. You know what that means for you? Keep going. I'll explain what I mean in just a second, but first, my pillow has another sale on Giza Dream Sheets. The last one was a smash success. My email inbox is full of people who love theirs and you will love yours. Giza's the best cotton in the world, right? And the Giza Dream Sheets from MyPillow, they're so soft and breathable. And right now, for a limited time, they're 50% off with the promo code JESSE. Gosh, I love these things. I recommend buying two sets, especially when they're 50% off. Then you always have a set, even when one's in the wash. But you got to go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener specials, and use the promo code JESSE. You can get Giza Dream Sheets for as low as forty nine ninety nine. dollars 99 MyPillow.com, Radio Listener Specials, promo code JESSE, or maybe you're on the road, no biggie. Go to 800, just call 800-845-0544. That's 800-845-0544. Again, promo code JESSE. Enjoy your sheets. Let's talk about your kids next.
3: Jesse Kelly, you're listening to the Jesse Kelly Show.
0: It is the Jesse Kelly Show. It's just the ease with which these communists lie, man. Did you see Mayorkas? this is a, it is, it is an interesting time we live in, because the communists are in such control of. So many media outlets and so many parts of our culture, they really are in a time when when they can say and will say absolutely anything at any time with no shame and, and half the country will believe it. The nation has been watching our border be overrun, not just in the past few days with the Haitians. This has been happening since Biden got there. And remember this, the Haitians didn't come from Haiti. The Haitians had previously gone to South America. They're all amassing at the border now because the idiots in the Biden administration told them to come in. And now we can all see the pictures. I mean, everyone can see the disaster. And the head of the DHS, Mayorkas, stands in front of 14,000 Haitians trying to invade the country and says, what?
9: It's all good. As you were looking at these scenes and you were there, is this a crisis?
3: Let, let me um, let me share with you uh, quite clearly. I'll pause it, it really funny. quick, Chris. Um, did you
0: edit his voice or does he always sound like Rumpelstiltskin? That is a little creepy. I had no idea the head of DHS, I've heard his voice before. I had no idea he sounds like a man who hides under the bridge offering kids candy
3: as they walk over. Please start that again. This is weird. Let me share with you uh, quite clearly. It is heartbreaking to see because what we are seeing is vulnerable individuals having been deceived by smuggling uh, organizations and misinformation, take the perilous journey north when we have been quite clear that it will not be successful and that is not what they should do.
9: This is really, this is something we haven't seen before. This camp inside of the United States, what is the reticence? To call something that is so clearly a crisis, a crisis.
3: Uh, I call it um, a heartbreaking uh, situation, a tremendous challenge.
0: I, I I know we're supposed to be commenting on the things he said. I still can't wrap my mind around that voice. Uh, phone screener Miranda just texted me that he sounds like the guy from princess bride and Chris, I needed to go ahead and find me a clip of that. The half bald guy from princess bride. Uh, I need you to use your investigative skills and get on that right now because here at the Jesse Kelly show, we dig into the tough issues and I think she's right, but I haven't seen princess bride in a while and we are going to do the side by side comparison Our our Department of Homeland Security head Mayorkas versus the guy from Princess Bride. So we will get to that in just a moment. But first, I promised you this and I meant it. This is real. This is an article. It's from The Nation, which is another one of these communist rags. I'm going to read this verbatim. Parents' rights, and they even have parents in in, uh, quotation marks. Parents' rights has emerged as a centerpiece of the Trump-era GOP, an aggrieved rallying cry against mandating vaccines, masks in schools, or the teaching of content that parents find objectionable, including material on race and slavery. Parents' rights. Parents' rights. How they put it in quotation marks and how it disgusts them. I told you we were going to share some good news on this show. And it wasn't just at the beginning of the show. In case you missed that, the whole show's available on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. But I promised you there was going to be good news on the show. It's not just that the future of the Democratic Party is bleak because Kamala Harris is, well, Kamala Harris. The great awakening of parents in the United States of America... To the absolute wretched filth taught to their kids in government schools and communist universities is one of the great developments in this country in the last century. Because what happened was we made this transition where the schools had moved past anything your grandparents would recognize into flat-out anti-American training grounds where you send your child seven, eight hours a day and they learn how to hate themselves and their country and everything else. Only parents weren't in on it, right? I mean, you're not sitting in the classroom with your child seven, eight hours a day. You assumed your kid was educated the same way you were. But they weren't. The American education system made a turn into something really, really disgusting. And parents simply didn't know. And then, and then, this began when St. George Floyd died in Minneapolis. All of a sudden, there were these huge protests, people burning down cities. The country woke up to, wait a minute, half the country hates the country? How's that humbly possible? Where did they learn this? And that's what got parents thinking. Are my kids learning this in school? What What is all this? Where did all this come from? And then in the perfect storm, coronavirus hit. And coronavirus hit. And what happened? Everybody panicked. And they sent little Aiden, Braden, and Jaden home where they sat down and they had to learn in front of a computer. Well, mom was sitting right there. Oftentimes, dad was sitting right there as the parents had to stay home or work from home. And now parents are sitting in the classroom and they are mortified at the gross education system in this country. And parents are taking action. They are moving to different areas. They are yanking their kids out of school. The homeschooling numbers are shooting through the roof in this country. People are finding out homeschooling doesn't mean you lock Aiden in the closet And just teach him geometry and toss him a loaf of bread. They can actually do it with other kids. There's group homeschooling options. Parents are finding out. You don't have to send your kids to get educated by people who hate your country. You do not. Parents have options. They didn't realize it before. And the American communist is scared to death of it. And it is wonderful. It is an awesome thing. But we're going to pause this for just a moment. Because we here at the Jesse Kelly Show are about to dig in. Does the DHS secretary sound like the guy from Princess Bride? We report. You decide. Hang on.
7: It
9: is
0: the Jesse Kelly Show. Yes, I'm going to get to your emails in a second. We have Taliban stuff. The Haitian migrants are overtaking buses, apparently, at this point in time. But you know, we always have to tackle the big issues first, don't we? We just recently played you a clip of DHS Secretary Bayorkas in his really creepy voice. Chris, play
3: it. Quite clearly, it is heartbreaking to see. Because what we are seeing, is I, I maintain, that sounds like the kind of person
0: who pulls up with a free candy van. That is what that person sounds like. Somebody, our phone screener, actually, our phone screener Miranda, she said it sounds like the guy from Princess Bride. Chris, play Mayorkas one more time, one more time, Majorcas.
3: It's heartbreaking to see because what we are seeing is vulnerable individuals. Stop. Stop
0: now. I haven't heard this yet. Play the guy from Princess Bride. Let's see if Miranda nailed it.
3: You are you the sort of man who would put the poison into his own goblet or his enemies? It's him. It's
0: totally him.
3: <laughs>
0: Gosh. Seriously, I understand you're probably stuck with the voice God gave you, right? I mean, not everyone can sound like a Greek god like I can. What, Chris? Oh, yeah, I guess you could approve it with smoking. Chris brought up smoking. I actually knew a radio guy once. He started smoking on purpose because his voice was a little too high. He thought his voice was a little too high. I mean, again, not everybody can have these sultry vocal cords. What, Chris? He thought his voice was a little too high. He started burning through cigarettes to give his voice a little more oomph. And it worked. It worked good for him. So now I encourage everyone to start smoking. I'm kidding. I'm joking. All right. Let's get to your emails here. Handsome Shogun, Jay Steele, Many Guns Kelly III, Esquire. I really don't think we should be laughing off Beto's potential run for the governor's chair. Communists, as you know, are opportunists and manipulators. The wave of people moving from California to Texas could bring those few extra blue votes that a leftist like Beto needs to win. Assuming they don't learn from their mistakes that ruined the state. I'm not a native Texas, Michigan. Ooh, barf, Michigan. I'm kidding. I've just I was born in Ohio, so I'm an Ohio State fan. Continuing on, but if Beto were to win that election, Florida would be, would be the last conservative castle to stand against the horde. That, that's not a terrible point. I don't dismiss Beto O'Rourke completely. In case people don't know, everyone remembers Beto O'Rourke from his idiotic run for presidency. And he ran against Cruz for Senate here in Texas. But a lot of people from who aren't from Texas don't remember that. But he ran for president. And he was the wingnut out there who just decided he was going to go as hard left as he could and see how much of the vote he could get. But he just came off like a huge tryhard. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're, we're right, we're going to take your guns. I mean, you would just say things like that, trying to be as inflammatory as humanly possible. Well, he has decided he's going to run for governor now. I don't think it's going to happen, but look, we'll be on this we'll be on this, and this is something that affects the entire United States of America. Remember how delicate the balance is out there. If we actually do lose Texas? The entire country is toast. We'll never win another national election because we need all the electoral votes in Texas. So, there. Dear Frito Bandito, Shogun Oracle. The 2020 election audit report from Maricopa County, Arizona is set to be released Friday. If this report shows what some of us strongly suspect it will, and if we can pretend Michael Berry never made that call that began your journey in radio... How would private private citizen Jesse Kelly react to the news given how close your races were? He's he's asking Oh, he continues on, if I may weigh in, I think we dodged a bullet. America doesn't need Congressman Kelly. We need President Heavy D's Chief of Staff Jesse Kelly running around the federal government like the bar rescue guy firing people. (laughs) It may not be pleasant for you to hear and I'd miss the show but I think your true calling may be an HR dictator. Love the show. Keep doing what you're doing until it's time to tell people they're fired. Yes, like we've said... I will happily be the man if I'm given the powers to do so, to go fire every single person. I will do it gleefully because I lack a heart. I lack a soul. I don't have human emotions. But what he's asking is, if it turns out, you know, they're doing these election audits out there. Again, Maricopa County in Arizona is one of the biggest counties in the United States of America. It's a very, very important county. And there's plenty of evidence out there that something odd happened there. And they're doing an audit. We have results coming. You're an average citizen. I'm an average citizen. I mean, I'm not don't hold some special powers here. How are we supposed to react when the news comes out? Well, what can we do about it? For one, and I'm not saying the answer is nothing. I'd say we have to approach this from a stance of what can we do about it. Let's say this election audit report comes out in, Mar- in Maricopa County, Arizona. And it, it's bad. It's They cheated. They cheated up and down. They stole the thing. What if it's as bad as you can imagine, right? What can you do about it? You're not in Congress. You're not in the state house or state legislature. Yet you should be running, but you're not in the state house or state legislature. What can you do about it? You can make a lot of noise with your state representatives, not your federal representative. You're never going to get anything decent done in the federal government. You have a state rep who represents your area. You have a state senator who represents your area. Do you know what guides much of what that state rep and state senator does? What guides a lot of it is the correspondence they get to their office, their emails, the correspondence they get on social media. And do you know how many people in your area can even name their state rep or state senator? let alone people who engage with them, I would venture to guess 90% of the United States of America cannot name their state rep or state senator. They're, and if you figure the people who can name it, what, 10% of those ever get in contact with it? What I'm saying to you is this. You probably have a lot more power than you think you have if you simply identify your state rep or state senator and let them know, I want an election integrity bill passed, and I'm not playing with you. I will primary you. I will donate money against your political opponent. You start getting out there and pushing for an election integrity bill. Because if we do have a situation in this country where elections are completely being stolen, where there's all this fraud built in, and there's always some fraud. There's no question about it. Democrats have been cheating in elections forever, forever, forever. So there's always some fraud built in, but if it's gotten to the point where it decides senatorial races, where it decides the race of the president of the United States, if, if it's gotten to that point and we have audit results coming, if it's gotten to that point, you must press your state reps and state senators hard to pass an election integrity bill in their state because otherwise, what difference does any of it make? I mean, well, you know the old Stalin line. I mean, he flat out said it openly. Doesn't matter who votes, it matters who counts the votes. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. If this whole thing is going to become some gigantic, dirty affair every single time where the winner is whoever they want it to be, that's going to be a huge, huge problem in this country, an insurmountable problem. Your state rep or state senator. Passing an election integrity bill may very well be, it might very well be the most important run. It might be the most important thing that could happen in the United States of America today. It is that big of a deal. So identify them, find your state rep, find your state Senator, start emailing them, start adding them on Twitter, start getting active, active, no more silent majority. I never want to hear that word again. Silence has got to be over Active and loud now, just like they have been. All right, couple more emails and then headlines I didn't get to. Next,
3: you're listening to the Jesse Kelly Show. You're welcome.
0: It is. Jesse Kelly show. Oh, yes. We're about to get to headlines. I didn't get to in just a moment. Uh, Look, I can't finish up the show without once again playing our fearless leader getting clear to the end in misnaming the United Nations and calling it the United States.
2: The United States will champion the democratic values that go to the very heart of who we are as a nation and a people. Freedom, equality, opportunity and a belief in the u- universal rights of all people it's stamped into our dna as a nation and critically it's stamped into the dna of this institution the united states
0: oh, he he almost had it <laughs> it was right there at the end right there at the end all right look it's time for everybody's favorite segment the final segment of the jesse kelly show and remember your love, your hate, your death threats, everything's welcome. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Jesse at jessikellyshow.com. Let's get to headlines I didn't get to. Haitian migrants overtake an escape Border Patrol transport bus in Texas. Apparently a big group of them just took over the bus, attacked the guys who were doing it. I mean, what do we think going to happen? All we project out there is weakness. That's what we do with our illegal immigration now. And we have these border patrol guys. God bless them. They are so understaffed. They're so under-equipped. My buddy Adam, he was in border patrol forever. He doesn't do that anymore now, but he was in border patrol forever. He used to be so frustrated because he actually used to do these horse patrols and whatnot out there riding down trying to find these illegal immigrants and arrested them. They used to have to buy their own batteries for their night vision goggles. That's how much we absolutely screw over our poor Border Patrol guys, man. And look, the administration has basically said, if you enforce anything, you're a white supremacist. And so what the, these Haitians watch the news too. Abbott to Biden. Texas needs a federal emergency declaration and we need it now. Well, Joe Biden doesn't think there's emergency, an emergency on the border. Remember, The problems on the border are only a problem for the Democrats in so much as they're a public opinion problem. All they're worried about is the optics. If they could just do what they wanted to do and arrest all the news organizations that report on this and that is what they'd love to do, they would just kick open every single door. Flooding this country with illegal immigrants that will overwhelm the hospital systems, the school systems, and much, much more is not a bug for Democrats. It's a feature. Destruction is the goal. And remember, always, 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 the destruction is intentional. Officer arrested at Justice for J6 Capitol rally will not face charges. Remember this FedFest 2021 thing they had? Basically, it was a rally. And remember, who told you who came on the radio and said, don't go. Don't go. It was a rally in D.C. that was supposedly to to support the guys who were from January 6th who are still in jail. And it is completely ridiculous that these guys are still rotting in jail. But this rally was so clearly going to be infected with feds who were just trying to get you to do or say something that was wrong so they can arrest you. Because, again, they're trying to make you out to be a domestic terrorist. One of the funniest things I've seen is the cops getting a hold of some guy, finding out he has a gun, slapping handcuffs on him, and then finding out he's with the Department of Homeland Security. (laughs) From now on, listen to me. Listen, good, smart, always, always, always smart. Smart is the name of the game. Now Taliban militants take a swan themed pedal boat rides in Afghanistan national park. They're on these pedal boats and they're just cruising through this really nice looking lake. And there's this one Taliban guy standing at the helm of one of these paddle boards with an RPG. And I got to be honest, I'm not the biggest Taliban fan in the world, That's kind of a cool picture. Daniel Craig believes James Bond should not be a woman. Of course James Bond should not be a woman. I mean, otherwise the entire movie will be dialogue. Headline. North Korea warns the U.S.-U.K.-Australia pact could trigger a dangerous nuclear arms race. North Korea is so full of it. North Korea doesn't have the money for a nuclear arms race. North Korea... You need to think of North Korea like a gigantic mafia family. They deal in drugs. They deal in black market stuff. That's, that's basically their only economy is black market stuff. And then they spend something absurd, like 90% of their budget on the military, but their people are starving to death. Nuclear stuff is really, really expensive North Korea always has to pop off at the mouth and act like the new deranged dog on the block so they can squeeze new world aid out of countries like us so they can continue to stay afloat and oppress their people. Shut up, North Korea, with your weirdo haircut. Headline. Politico reporter confirms emails from Hunter Biden laptop. Hmm. That's so weird because... I remember when Hunter Biden's laptop. I remember when that story first broke. It was during during what was it? It was the uh, the uh, what do you call that? Oh yeah, the election. And the system was so upset that you might find out that the president, that Joe Biden's son, has uh, a lot of really illicit dealings with China. And that's not even counting all the drugs and other stuff on there and it was so damaging it would have cost Joe Biden the election, the media did a complete blackout of the story. In fact, they banned the New York Post from Twitter for a time, trying to make sure you couldn't find out about it. But today, let's see, I believe it's September 21st, if I'm not mistaken, they confirmed the story now that it's too late. Man, if that isn't the American press. Headline. Biden is desperate to regain bases, intel, and allies he threw away in Afghanistan. Yeah, well, there's a cost to allowing communist college kids run the foreign policy of the United States of America, and that's what we do. You're never getting those allies back. You're not getting the bases back. You're not getting the intel back. It's all lost, but elections have consequences, don't they? We're going to be back tomorrow. We're going to have some more fun like we always do. That's all. all